Fire Up are proud to present a glittering new season celebrating the barbaric ballet that we call Rugby League. You must feel pretty confident with that uh, additional bulk he's put on. Now watch the defence, it'll be fairly uh, violent I would imagine. Now the Gladiators, Hoppawati with the left forearm. It was as nasty as we've seen for a long time. A bit out of character, he's a very clean player. Manly slumped to eighth on the ladder. Slanging match. He's only five metres from the line. And he's hurt on the burst. He runs into a wall. Certainly got some forearm in it for some damage done to him with a boot or a knee. But my heavens, he's really bleeding. He's come out of it very much the worse for wear. Bleeding like a stuck pig out there. And the crowd's starting to go wild. Intercepted. Shows it. Goes outside. Depth steps again. Steps again. He gets it down. It is a try. Yes, it's a try. It's a sad, sad commentary on the mentality of some of the idiots that follow Australian sport. Now, please welcome your muscle-bound maestro, Stephen Ferris and... Chris Gale. As they... As well as on this very, very cool Sydney morning, the one and only who man and needs no introduction, H.G. Nelson... Good morning to you. Yes, thanks, uh, Chris, and thanks, Stephen, for having me along. Can I greet you with the words Ubuntu? Oh, Ubuntu! Which is the. <laughs> Doesn't word, that get the blood boiling? It does, and it's the word that says rugby league in 2003. And Queensland. Well, Queensland, I didn't want to go that far because who knows how tomorrow night, as in we're recording this obviously on the night before the, well, the uh, the dead rubber uh, at uh, Homebush. It'll be interesting to see how the crowd turns out for that, but that's uh, probably a talking point later in the show. But, it, it, you know, we're recording this the day before the big one. And uh, Ubuntu, my suggestion is if the New South Wales... Uh, supporters can scream, ooh, bloody Buntu, for 80 minutes, they'll win it. And when I saw Reese Walsh rip that one out at the end of the last game in the press conference, which, are we going to have this next one? Well, you won't get any opportunity no, to see no. any Ubuntu action on the no. field tomorrow because of the blackout. Yeah. It did seem weird. What, Southern African, Zulu, Nation, Speak? Well, I ha- I've had this explained to me, but I've forgotten it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. I know the explanation. Come on, It's please. Southern uh, Africa somewhere, isn't it? Well, it's a Zulu word, but its derivation was that uh, Coach Slater, and did you see in the press... Last week, that apparently spends hours in the video room. It's a little bit like Lego Batman. It's like a sad but successful character, really, Billy Slater. Yes. And he'd seen a documentary. Hugh Hefner esque. Y- yes. He, well, I know you're watching the Playboy documentaries oh, with God, great yes. interest, Stephen. <laughs> that uh, he saw a documentary called The Playbook about the successful Celtics tilt against the Los Angeles Lakers in the 2008 NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. And Doc Rivers had appropriated the concept of Ubuntu, which is uh, I am, I can because we are, which is communism. And they won the title. Unfortunately, the next year, Rivers lost the title. He's been sacked from the Celtics, the Clippers, and the 76ers. And he's lost more Game 7 deciding playoff games in NBA history. But Billy didn't Billy said that get aside. that far. So he's taken it from the, the Boston Celtics. Yes. Who have taken it from Zulu Nation, tribal... It's war. an Irish-African concept. Irish-African bleed. Love it. Love it. Uh, HG, of course, a bit of background for those that don't know anything about you. Club buggery. Yes, uh, well, that would be life. a good place to start. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not sure how many people listening to this would remember the ABC classic yeah. uh, club buggery, but it was um, uh, an, an evening program, the sort of show that you might see in a league's club yep. with guests and music. And you were suited up, I think, weren't you? Yes, yes, a black tie. It's a black tie yeah. event. You know, we dressed for the occasion. Appropriately. And um, we modelled it, of course, on the sort of thing that Don Lane used to put on at the Taj yes. all those years ago when St George won matches yes. instead of being a basket case. <laughs> We'll get to that in a little while. With the Tony Batuccio dancers. Yes, of course. Thanks very much. Now, remember, of course, that the Ubuntu coming into the Maroon camp is through some sort of Svengali uh, psychologist that they've roped in. Well, this is interesting because... I actually had dinner with the coach whisperer on Saturday night. Oh, yes. Because I went up He to does appear different, doesn't he? I, don't you reckon there's something about him? I don't know. It's in the eyes, isn't it? It's really... <laughs> he had a whisper. We are because I am. I like it. Because why? Because you and Roy were talking about the Sunshine Bowl and I got on a plane and went and saw Titans Dolphins. 
And so I caught up with the coach whisperer and he knew nothing of the Ubuntu. And the other concept which That is, sounds professionally inadequate to me, Chris. Well, he was he was interested, let me tell and you. And shocked and disappointed, I bet. But the other issue, of course, was the Hugh Van Kylenberg, the Imperfects, yes. the Resilient Project, DIS. Dis. The concept of this. Yeah, but this is so hard boy. to explain. The little Buddhist, <laughs> you know. Buddhist student who goes, this, yeah, I've got, no sh- got shoes. Yeah. This, I've got some rice. You know. Yeah, but it should have gone on a bit. I've got shoes and I weep for the man who's got no feet. Yeah. That's what it should have been. Yeah. I mean, everyone's got shoes. But the, yeah, the come on with now. No feet. Yeah. Yeah, try ha- copying no feet. And, yeah. can, can I tell you, when Bradley Charles Stubbs heard that Hugh Van Kylenberg is in the box with Billy in the full Maroons gear, yeah. he basically walked out of the dinner. Much like Alan Jones, who we'll talk about later, we in the box with Ricky all the time. What's going on with rugby league and all these experts outside the, the, the remit? And what about a word for Jim Bannigan, <laughs> who came on with the bag every state of origin, that person who was running along trying to keep up with the axe and all those people on the brick and so on. Did, did you see the Wayne documentary, Dawn of the Dolphins? No, I haven't seen that. Jim Bannigan features heavily. Features heavily. It's a funny part of the world, though, Chris. Oh, it's a beautiful now, listen, part I want of the to world, say, and then, of course, finally, bludgy on the blind side, let's give it a bit of a rep. There was the mm. life, the sporting life, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But, and then daylight, and mm. then us. <laughs> yeah, well, that's very good uh, and very kind. The daylight, of course, I'm thinking the missing years. The missing uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Just wondering what I was doing in the missing years. All right, hard-hitting question, HG. Mm. What does HG stand for? Well, it doesn't stand for anything. It comes from the idea of a wrestling hold, half Nelson, mm-hmm. and the the idea that um, we everybody share houses at a certain age, and we shared a house with somebody with initials HG, and I ah. thought that was a good idea. Stolen, it, stolen, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, all yeah. these things. Yeah. I've got to point out though that, and and this is, uh, people ask me about these things now, and I realise that there's a lot of art in Roy and HG. Yes, yes. Uh, this is a bit hard to explain it, but even the names have art attached to them. Slaven, for instance, was a name that, um, you know, Roy adopted because, you know, the people in the area where he grew up who nicked things yes. and the police would make their, as their first point of call, yes. was the House of Slaven. House of Slaven. Yeah, and so <laughs> you usually found a lot that, of things that you've gone missing. that a clothing label? Not bad, Shoes. I think it should be. <laughs> okay, the house yeah. of Slater. And, um, you know, so, and HG, as, as I've just explained, has a little bit of provenance. Yeah. And, uh, you know, these these things are then, these are building blocks on which you can build a whole career. Well, therefore, I take issue with that uh, that fool, David Wenham, who's uh, suggesting mm. that you're just a mere puppet to a bloke called Greg Pickover. Well, <clears throat> This has been look. It's been my burden to have burden, yeah. manager with his hand out at the back there, wanting ten percent and often more yes. of everything I do. And I, let me tell you, I don't mean to knock David Wenham, but there was nothing for the bloke behind me when I went to do the Wenham show, right. except egg, and uh, I passed that on with uh, glee. Uh, but uh, look. These things are sent to try us. Yes. I mean, I think you've carried the St George burden long enough. <laughs> it didn't feel like a burden when I was a child. No, of course it didn't. <laughs> bloody hell, this I try to explain that to people and they say, it's all in the past. I say, well, last week was in the past. Uh, what does it matter? One, you know, this 40 one. years. Oh, well, let me, uh, are you suggesting the ABC doesn't pay anything for appearances? That just absolutely stuns me. Well, I, I mean, hang on a minute. Am I expected to be surprised by that <laughs> that weird insight? Every time you went on James Valentine, surely there was a, ba- a brown paper bag. There wasn't, no, sadly. Not even from the developers who <laughs> he tried to encourage that we were. In fact, we said to them, upright, we said, we are open to bribes. Yes. If you want a good rap for your... <laughs> nothing happened. That's right, nothing happened. If you want a good rap for your building, give us a shout. Now, I've got an issue we want to tackle that I know it's big on top of your list, really, is the historic toilets, the heritages of toilets yeah. at Leichhardt Oval under yeah. threat. Are they still under threat? What can be done? Should we have a strike? Should we have some sort of uh, march? Media up the blackout. Hall? Yes. Media yeah. blackout. I mean, I think <laughs> what's well, going to happen? Is it that? Uh, is it the local mayor's problem? Is it uh, Minns? Is well, it Albo? You see, the thing is that we rebuilt the Sydney Football Stadium, and as nearly as I All can tell. Gone. Yeah, well, see, the difficulty is, as nearly as I can tell, that's the way money moves around the city. Yes. So it's got nothing to do with... As I understand it, they've altered... Chris might know this more than me, but uh, as I understand it, they've altered the playing surface by three degrees. They've moved the playing surface around by three degrees at the Sydney... New Sydney. So what happens now is that you mount a case for the thing to be knocked down, um, you know, because of 
women's yeah. toilets, toilets and handrails. Yes, it's yes. a fire trap. All yes. these things suddenly. What escalate. burns there though? I don't oh, know. No, <laughs> oh, the Keith Barn stand for, for one. No, oh, I'm on, we're back at an Allianz. <laughs> oh, right, Allianz. All yeah. concrete, oh, yeah. plastic seats. You know. Yeah. Okay, so then the the people who want to rebuild it have put in bids to yeah. the people who manage it. Yes. And we can name them all if you want to, and that's the way these things get done. Sadly, Leichhardt Tiger Town doesn't yeah. have that support. Its main support seems to come from Benny Elias, who was keen on redeveloping yes, things at a yes, great rate, yes. but the rest of the community didn't right. see the wisdom. Is betting the answer? Uh, yeah, betting's the answer of everything. Every, yeah, 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 they yeah. built the opera house out of lottery. Well, yeah, lottery right. What are the toilets at Leica? What What's the difference? Well, we uh, we understand that there is some move to not necessarily preserve the toilets in Perspex, which is what we've called for, yeah. uh, and retain the patina of a yeah. thousand people going for a leak there and all that sort of stuff. You don't get that. That's no, so bloody The smell? Yeah, the well, well, I don't know what we're going to do about smell, smell but yeah, that should yeah. be able to be fixed. Yeah. Um, so what we've got there is a facility which is now being – I mean, the stand fell over – few months ago yeah. um the toilets are one thing the keith barn stand i mean the whole thing it's languishing uh, languishing yes, perfectly put yes, yeah. and we have a terrific team there now uh, it's really got some green shoots showing uh well they disappear fairly quickly but they come back again eventually <laughs> every 10 years <laughs> I, mean, I mean the, the little stand that fell over rugby union fans so thankfully no one was hurt but still just rugby union fans Lee Hedgepatellis, who'll come up again later, said, uh, the place is a death trap, but please come see us play the Titans next week. <laughs> and I don't get the issue with the toilets because the thing for me is no waiting. I've never, ever had to queue in the Latch and Robinson What's the reason for that, toilets. Chris? Because it actually says it's a cavernous space right, right, right. Uh, with urinals all yes, along yes, three yes. walls. Brilliant. It's, it's, Brilliant. it's and, Brilliant. And it's also social. It's a hub. This, Why, it's this, a hub. You meet people. It's got an art festival written all over it, hasn't it? <laughs> you, yeah. could, you could do a sort of a dark mofo sort of pop-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Open after hours, add your risk, you know. <laughs> You'll never forget and remember this, will you? The uh, Johnny Elias... Johnny Elias. We, the, um, we got the book here somewhere? We are, we are doing readings from Sinbin, the, uh, the Elias autobiography. Okay. Now, uh, as I understand it, I don't know how much I can get away with this, but uh, Elias was keen. You remember, of course, the police provided yes. many plays. This is going back a fair yes, while. Yes, yes. And the police would Bumper change. Farrell. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's a way back. Way back. Um, Great young, zero. Yeah, now you're Have you read his book, by the way? Wayne. H.E. Bumper's book. No, I It's a beauty. I, oh, One of the best. <laughs> now, look, what they do is they leave their uniforms and go to training. And John Elias came up with the great idea one day of putting the uniform on and seeing how much damage he could do. <laughs> and so off he went. And, uh, you know, let's face it, uh, Alan Jones's uh, award-winning series of toilet police books is based on something. <laughs> i got to get a copy of that. There, there was... Uh, it was actually... Uh, Prosecuted for impersonating a police officer at some stage. I think that's correct. And there was some crude analogy between a truncheon and 12 right. inches and yeah, things like that. that. Sort of I actually was, funnily enough, in the old Sydney Football Stadium toilets and John Elias was on the phone having a very, very audible conversation with a girl that he was interested in. <laughs> and uh, it certainly entertained all of us while we were going about <laughs> well, our business on the day. Isn't that great? Gee, that's, it, there's no filters, Chris. No filters. <laughs> Wayne Bennett wrote the forward. Now, he goes, he's a misunderstood man, John. Misunderstood. HG, uh, it seems to me that the mythology of the cockroach and the cane toad has disappeared from the school curriculum. Any thoughts on that? No, it's moved on. Moved on. Uh, moved on. Look, okay. I, I, who can forget those great days when the mascots had battled it out on the sidelines? I know. Dressed up as the favourite creature. And then they get out the spray cans and one fire extinguisher and put out the other ones and all that. So it's great kids Great kids stuff, yeah. Now, what's happened now with the Slater regime <laughs> north of the Tweed, it's all... I call him the frown. Yeah, I know. We'll get to that. But, and can I just put a sidebar here is I believe the solution to New South Wales Blues coaching problems is to ask Cam Smith to coach them. Yes, and yes, then we get yes. success. Brilliant. Now, brilliant. W- meanwhile, we get to the point of Queensland have better floods, they have better bushfires, they of have course. better crocs, they have better sharks, they have better. More motivation, tanks. you're saying? More, more motivation. Yeah, so yeah. Okay. when you see DCE charging down, and I don't know how he managed to the catch. Critter. Well, yeah, that managed to catch Liam uh, Martin. If so it was Martin. Uh, Stephen Crichton, I think. Stephen, Stephen Crichton, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, you know. How did he ever get that? He was going nowhere. Exactly, yeah. going slow. Yeah. Anyway, that's I saw right, the floods. Right. So, I saw the so better crocs. I saw the better every millisecond. He was thinking about the poor tragedies in the fires. Exactly. Uh, you exactly. Know, the, the animals burn out of trees. But New South Wales never nothing, thinking about that. nothing, nothing, nothing. He's no. just thinking, oh, it's a long way away. I won't keep running. I can't I bother about this one. Yeah, but this is right. this is biblical, isn't it? Biblical, yes. Because we we for a long time, HD, have theorised that Cameron. Smith. Yeah. May, in fact, be supernatural. In fact, may be the devil. 
Yeah. And if you saw the rooms at halftime when Billy was staring straight ahead zombie style and Cam's addressing the team, right? That would be where you would probably source your floods, your fires, your pestilence, your locusts. Because of him. Because of Smith channeling. Right. And this biblical thing that's been played out. I mean, it seems to me that Billy Slater's job is dependent on next season's floods, fires, pestilence. Is that a good thing for the people? But how do the facts stack up? We've had a fair share of disasters in New South Wales. Yeah, I mean, what about Lismore? I mean, why wasn't... Hello. What's going on there? Yeah. Because Freddie's not interested in that gear. No, it's wellness, a, isn't it? Yeah, thanks very much. Bloody wellness. wellness. Thing, <laughs> sitting in pyramids, yeah, yeah. you know, just talking trust, around, trust, trust and love no, and togetherness. Yeah, none of those South African words. No, 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 that, no, you know. no, no. Poor little kitties with no legs, none of that stuff. And let's not forget that when Fred got the job, he took the hogs for the homeless around New South Wales. That's right, yeah, yeah. And found out that everybody hated New South Wales. Didn't, because didn't they bother. Never, <laughs> because they never won. Shock to the system. Yeah, so... It's interesting you mentioned Freddie because you're, he's not interested in these big, broad issues like Billy, but I think you highlighted on Bludgeon on the Blind Side last weekend that he's been listening to the, almost the philosopher Eckhart Tolle. We did. We broke that news. Wow. We have a little excerpt oh. of Eckhart right here. When you're conscious of your surroundings, you're present without. Then you're being conscious of yourself as the presence is being present within, one could say. Both should be operating, really, at simultaneously. But there may be times when you may close your eyes and then you can sense very strongly that you are. That's the problem right there, isn't no, it? He sort of just... sounds like he's a reject from the Nazi regime, doesn't he? Oh, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> it's this won't hurt, wonderful this won't hurt much. to hear him talk <laughs> like that. We put the drill net to your teeth. so rugby league. <laughs> and if you're not thinking of rugby league right now, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you sure that wasn't the coach whisperer, Chris? But this is the thing, is, is that Billy's bringing in Ubuntu and he's got Van Kylenberg. People, yeah. Thousands of people are going to this yes, guy's yeah. Imperfects podcast And it's live. also the home of the Imperfects, isn't it? And that's right. And, and Freddie's asleep at the wheel, I think. He's yeah, shocked, isn't he? Yeah, because you know who's a big booster of Eckhart Tolle? Oprah. Oh, yes, that's right. And Correct. I don't think Oprah's that's... going to take you to Origin Glory. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Volandis is in America as we speak. Uh-huh. He's got this huge deal to do. <laughs> Who better than getting Oprah on board? Oh, now you're talking. And yeah. the players go over there. I understand people like Russell Crowe's involved yeah. and Hugh Jackman. I can see an Oprah Australian special with yeah. Volkanovsky, yeah. Uh, Zoo. Uh, well, Russell's got a new band. It's not 30-odd yeah. foot of grunt, it's a new band. I know, it's called something like the Russell Crowe Orchestra. Something like that. <laughs> and he's also, he's also just done a duet with Marsha Hines, have you heard that? No. True. Well, spoken word, duet. If, <laughs> if you could do Oprah and Allegiant Stadium in Vegas yeah. and reproduce that moment where she did at the Opera House where Hugh Jackman came in on the Flying Fox oh, and yeah. took his eye out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Americans will come watch that. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, and how about a car for everybody who turns up? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Australian now, car at the moment? Have we got one? Oh, no, I don't think so. That's a very good, yeah. very good question. What about an original Falcon GDHO 500? Everybody's getting a Falcon GDHO <laughs> 500. Yeah, <laughs> only only worth a million bucks each. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. I've, now, got, I've got confused about the pronunciation of the stadium where all this is going to take place. Well, I think it's Allegiant. Allegiant. I've always, yeah. I've always called it Ali, Ali Giant. Giant. Yeah. What do you reckon? <laughs> Legion. Okay. Legiant. Yeah. I've been persuaded. <laughs> and it's got to be an insurance brand, I, I would figure. Oh, okay. I, mean, I okay. could be wrong. I no, no, wrong. I'll have to look that yeah, up. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. I thought there might have been Mr. Legion, who they know they're famous. <laughs> now, Las um, Vegas would you go to Vegas? I mean, if it, I know it's been a passionate subject. If someone paid for you. Subject, would you go to the, uh, the big pre, uh, season opening do if the NRL went there? Well, okay. I'm not... It's hard to know exactly what I'd be going for. Like, if you said, well, they're going on Oprah, I'd probably go just yep. to see that. If they said they had Russell Crowe Orchestra and, um, you know, oh, I don't know, Shannon Noel yes. in, the, in the that thing, the sphere, the MSG, which looks great, the oh, yes. you know, video dome. With all the big LED all around all, it. Yep. All around it, I'd probably be interested. Will in he going. be singing his song, Fried, Friday Night, the KFC? Oh. Yeah, don't, Shannon? Is that Shannon's song? Yeah, it's Shannon's song, yeah, yeah. Friday yeah. Night Football? Yeah. yeah. But then if it was Titans versus Knights. No. Titans versus Knights. No. Gee, that's no, a tough didn't. sell, isn't it? But the Gold Coast surely can sell itself, can't it, Chris? Well, Baz ha- Lerman, ha- Elvis. Having been to the Sunshine Bowl as I did on the weekend, yeah, yeah. 
It's interesting. It's very much more like a basketball game at a Titans game. There's a lot more pre-post game entertainment going on. T-shirt cannons. Right. And the punters, I think the football, not as obsessed as we might be. And they're up to the concession stands getting beverages the whole time. A lot of movement. Yes. But uh, the excitement for me was... But they still turn up, though. Yeah, well, they they turn up, but not in huge numbers. The origin team is there. But the excitement for me, HG, was... I was lucky enough to be seated next to current first grade referee Grant Joey Atkins on the way. Oh yes, yes. And we and we had a wide ranging conversation. You would have, yeah. yeah. Mm. And he mentioned that uh, he listens to Bludgeon on the Blind Side as a podcast in two tra- drives to training and back. Yeah, good. So I don't know whether that provides some subliminal opportunity for you, but um, yes. uh, we talked about whether you, he says, you know, I really feel like I should call a penalty in Golden Point oh. if it's there on offer, but people say you should. Swallow the whistle, and I said, "Grant, you should follow your heart." And sure enough, that's exactly because you've talked about pee blowers quite a lot. Oh well, and blow what like it takes a, to get it. I know, blow like a pro. Go to the Tony Archer School. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so <laughs> now you've got an opportunity to actually sort of ref whisper. You could drop in these little subversive, uh, subliminal, mm. I guess, messages mm. to him as he's listening. Yes. And the next week, well, results could change. Look, the difficulty is is that we're living through a golden age of refereeing. Yes, we don't yes. realise that. Yes. <laughs> you only have to wait a couple of years and it'll be way worse than it is now. And I, I'm, I understand that some of our... Uh, you know, people who are incarcerated at the moment are learning to become referees. <laughs> right. uh, inside. Where, where, where's the pool? Got to get them from somewhere. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. exactly. When you got Reese Walsh, you know, running a muck. muck. Yeah. yeah. It's, and, are you saying we, we'll miss Ashley Klein when he goes? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think we'll miss them all in the way that we miss Bill Harrigan. We do. Yes, Hollywood and, Bill. Uh, Could, did you actually try to sort of slip a fifty? Look, I didn't think it was appropriate. Didn't you? You are so correct. Uh, but I did invite him on the show. Yes. Okay. And he says, "Well, if the NRL will clear it, so we probably won't see." Grant Atkins for hiding her hair on fire up, I don't think. Okay, no. one last question in this segment, mm. if I may. Yeah, sure, go. You can say whatever you want, has she? Mm. Okay. Uh, has the Ashes stolen our thunder right now during State of Origin, the, the actual pinnacle of the game? Um, <clears throat> well, that's a really interesting question. The mm. one that I would say that's lost is Wimbledon in it. Yes. Yeah. Admittedly, we don't have any players left in the second week, as they call it. Yeah. But nonetheless, I haven't got a clue what's happening in Wimbledon because there's no one interested in writing that up. Nah. Where I think that the Ashes has been so lucky is that the English decided it was show business finally. Yes, basketball. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. got nothing to do with cricket. Cricket, no. It's got All to the spirit. Do Hey? Or the spirit. The sp- oh, the spirit. Nothing. It started on the spirit. <laughs> I mean, I go back to Trevor Chapel. I go back to W.G. Grace, who said, I'm not going out. People have come to see me bad. <laughs> and he was right. Ashley <laughs> Nelson, Chris Gale, myself, Stephen Ferris. This is Far Up. We'll be back in just a moment. It ain't no good getting low down when you're looking to get thrown in a can. Like driving 90 mile an hour, getting speeding tickets from the man. But I'm just mad about this girl. But she's gone and I'm mad at the world. I just laid a patch of rubber down the road about a quarter mile long. Cause I'm all fired up, I'm all fired up and lonesome. Back to fire up here, uh, Chris, myself, and HG here to sort of talk all the big stories. And it doesn't get any bigger. The big end of town have got their mitts all over rugby league this week, I've noticed. And uh, a lot of it may be because of the, dare I say, the basket case. Oh, yeah, basket case. Which Roy, of course, so pointedly pointed out about the Dragons recently. They aspired to. And then they aspired. What are the categories on your way up from aspiring to basket case? What's below that? I have no idea how bad it can be. I don't know. I mean... Let's face it, I, I hadn't realised that, you know, a team could aspire to be the basket no, case, no. and yet that became the most popular thing. It just that became you. the theme. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Canterbury Banks down Bulldogs, not last weekend, the previous weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The huge loss. Yeah. Uh, my Tigers obviously very keen to get in the basket case. <sighs> yeah, very now, keen. <laughs> now, now what happens is we seem to be tacking on a washing basket, a woven moth. Something bigger. Yeah, yeah, every yeah, week yeah. to fit them all in. Does this suggest we're moving towards relegation style like in the UK? Well, is the is the attempt to reheat the Bears and <laughs> reheat the Jets yes. an indication that a second division is not far away? Yes. And yes. if so, how does this possibly help? Okay. I, I, I don't think it does. By the way, uh, 
Roy's comment about St. George Illawarra aspiring to be a basket case was quoted in Peter Fitzsimons. I saw that. Yes, yes. Is that a blessing or a curse? No, no. no that's just... That's yeah. a, we don't do anything <laughs> to get in Simon's <laughs> column. I mean, yeah, <laughs> standards, standards, Chris. Well, it happened to us, HG. We got in, got in there and it killed our ratings. Like, so we lost half our audience. We couldn't figure it out for that first, could we? <laughs> we thought it was technology. It turns out it was Fitzsimons. <laughs> but uh, this expansion idea and all these names being thrown around, one, of course, is the Pacific of Bears which would be potentially housed in Cairns, but might play some games in Port Moresby. Uh, elbows on board. Just, just like the West Tigers, right? That's, that's right. But but apparently because it would form a bulwark against the Chinese Communist Party. Have you been able to follow ah. that rationale about how rugby league could actually prevent the oh. CCP? Remember, you've got to go back to Super League. Uh, yes, Super yes. League. The great thing about Super League was there were so many stars in Australia that they would become instant household names in China yes. Yes. Uh, if they played rugby league there. <laughs> Now, isn't that a diversion using Pacifica when really it should be Southeast Asia? You know, the best of like Philippines and Vietnam and South Korea, Japan, uh, who are that, that whole, as you're right, a, a frontier, a barrier against China. Just coming back to the idea of how culture works is be thankful that you're able to be understood in one particular part of the world. Yes. And right. be grateful for that. Yes. And if I say dis to that. <laughs> yes, and remember the feed image. Uh, now, what happens is that the people think that it's a great idea to go and, you know, use the word sporting colonisation. Yes. Uh, you know, let's face it, we've hoovered up hundreds of players out of these, you know, Apisai and Osi-Togo. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, George, the, the brothers. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, who began? I had the cards. All, yeah, that's right. Who began all this all those years ago? But you see, the difficulty is, is that this is the end of something. It's not the beginning. It's not. Yeah, it's the end of something. It's not a new beginning, a golden ah, dawn. It's right. just the end of something. Right. And the difficulty was was that Belton Road, imagine yes. that, that the Chinese thought, oh, oh, we'll stop Belton Road because the Rugby League in Australia is thinking... Too strong. <laughs> Too strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 I mean, we're preoccupied with yeah, Taiwan. Yeah, We've yeah. got enough on our plate. Can, can I quote you guys and say that if we did have a relegation, we call it the donkey circuit? Donkey circuit, yeah. yeah. But how does it work? That. Okay, let's take the chart at the moment. Yeah. Is Team one, yeah. that goes into uh, Conference A. Team B goes into Conference uh, B. Is that is, how it works? No, I made that up on oh, the spot. Okay. I'm just <laughs> trying to help out here if we're going to go with this. Or they can't cut it in half where it is at the moment. They, right, they, they right. talk a lot about if they did it, yeah. the, 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 is the expanded format would be the two conferences, one being a Sydney conference and the out-of-Sydney conference. Yeah which would be an inherent advantage for Sydney teams because less travel. No, so, it's got to be winners versus so losers. So you're, you're talking more about uh, yeah. like the championship. I'm just saying at a certain point you, you drop off Canary Bankstown, West Tigers, St George Illawarra and one other. We play each other, don't play the big guys. And then on grand final day, you have two grand finals, the Donkey Circuit grand final and the Rugby League grand final. And the winner goes up. Maybe. So you're, 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 you're positing a league with 16 teams in the A-League and then four in the B. <laughs> That's right. That's a lot of games against each other. <laughs> Doesn't it work, though? Isn't it meant to work like uh, the Premier League, like having a premiership and a first division or whatever they call it? That is the idea. If you went to... Yeah, championship, If you were able to get to 22 teams and, and, and split them or 20 teams and uh, the top one goes up and whatever, but you could be stuck Can in a... One thing I can tell you now, there's too many teams and too few players. And what um, the media beat up at the moment is how great all the players coming through are. That's not true. Not true. That's mm. not true. There are some good players there, obviously, as there always were. Too many teams. And now you've got the West Coast Jets, Pacifica, maybe the Bears somewhere. Ridiculous. It, it, another team New Zealand, another team Brisbane, and show me a halfback. Where are the young Where are the halfbacks? Where are the halfbacks? Where are the halfbacks? Who, actually, who's, who's got the academy? Is that Gus Gould? The academy was Penrith, Penrith yeah. which is just a centre of excellence by another name, which yep. was a genius move because there's only one academy and there's just too many centres of excellence who can't be excellent by definition if there's too many of them. Correct. Right, no. Yeah, but there's the no production line at the moment that we're seeing lack of halves. Look at the Tigers. They've lost Luke Brooks. Yeah. I mean, they're talking about Brodie Croft. That's how bad it's gone. And we're talking about Flanagan. <laughs> God forbid. That's worse. <laughs> now, I want to get to rescuing these poor hapless basket cases or wannabe basket cases and what's yeah. going on. West Tigers is a prime example. This week, some of the biggest names in the state stepped up to rescue them. Dominic Perrottet is a hopeless West Tigers tragic. He lost the state election in March and has since had more time for family and footy. I don't know. He looks like a fullback, I, I think, but perhaps not, that's not what he's talking about here, about rescuing the Tigers. He wants to talk about coming in in some role at the West Tigers board level, Chris. Well, this is Buzz Rothfield, I think, imagining that Dominic Perrottet would be He's a Tigers fan. Yeah, and he definitely right. is a Tigers fan. We know that. Um, now, 
I immediately blanched at the idea, but I thought a little bit more about it. And I thought if the Tigers did train in hair shirts, yeah. a la Opus Day, yes, yes, that might um, bit of chanting, yeah, yeah, it might get them going, yeah, a incense, bit. yeah. So, yeah. so I don't think Dominic's necessarily put his hand up. But if Dominic dragged Gladys with him as a double act, what do you reckon? Could they take over from uh, from Lee and Justin? Well, what I do you think? It's a space for Daryl on this bus. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris, tell me, there's a there's a board, correct? West yeah. I, yeah. Sorry, I'm just a hapless decided. board. Daryl Maguire could be the answer to all that problem. Because look what he did for Wagga Wagga. I know. I, know. I mean, I know. amazing. Just incredible. He, he can do it whilst in the big house, right? There is a space on the board right now. Yeah. Could Daryl go on the board from Dar- the big house? Could- Zoom meetings only. Look, once you've done your time, yeah. like I think, you know, rugby league is all about redemption. Yes, it is. And uh, it would be a great story. Yeah, yeah. And with um, Gladys going, looks at another time, but I'm pleased to see that he's happy. Because he said he's the boss. Not you, <laughs> Gladys. I'm that's the true. boss. That's true. Repeatedly. That's true. <laughs> Repeatedly. That's true. Yeah. Uh, look, the difficulty here is, is that, again, you know, you've, you're, you're asking more and more people to be involved in the administration of these things yeah. and there's fewer and fewer people interested um, i mean but it's not as i mean the localization as you were pointing about the sunshine bowl the sunshine bowl it can't appeal to people outside the gold coast really i'm not sure it appeals to people on the no gold no coast. fair enough and remember of course the gold coast is that place as we keep pointing out where there are a lot of bodies buried and the crimes haven't been paid for yet so you get this <laughs> weird thing about death and yes. you know it never works and all that sort of actually, stuff. actually there's this thing get relevance deficiency syndrome you know, you step out of power, you've got nothing to do. You don't want to go and play cards. It's not bridge, you know, Gladys's board, uh, Dominic's board. Canterbury Bankstown could use uh, Paul Keating. He, he obviously seems like he's short of a thing to do. Yeah, but the, you've got to ask whether these people have any rugby league, you know, now. Yeah, yes, yes. They might be able to work out that money comes from there and if we get, you know, somebody like, um, I don't know, Civil to build a new grandstand, we'll be able to do it for a bit less than if we got somebody else to do it or if we got the tradies, the local tradies in to help out. Right. Um, so th- there is something to do with rugby league in this. Okay, well, I suggest to you that there's one man that does have a lot, a lot of rugby league in his genes, and that's the Parrot. Oh, yeah, the Parrot. The parrot. Mm. Okay, so he's, he's been at more than one team, hasn't he? Bowman uh, West or Bowman back in the day. Mr. 36%, right, Chris? 36.4 win percent, not that I'm counting. Not that you're he, he, he went on and applied his trade in a more overseer role at the Bunnies. That's uh, right, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Immediately thereafter, though, not much great. And now he's loitering with Ricky. Have you seen him back in the boxes with Sticky? No, I haven't, and that's just because I haven't been looking. I mean, uh, <laughs> again, you know, why would I look at the Raiders particularly? Yeah. Um, in fact, when I watched them the other night, I didn't notice the parrot in there, but I didn't recognise almost one player out of the uh, Canberra Raiders lineup, And I didn't even recognise the bloke who blew the horn. <laughs> I thought I'd get to him at least. What are you doing on Friday and Saturday night then? No, the parrot is back. And yeah, he, he, back. In fact, Magic Round, which I know is an interest of yours. Oh, Magic Round, I love it. Uh, he appeared in the box like the ghost of Christmas past. and uh, He looked like Palpatine. Yeah. Oh, Scary, yeah. you know. Scary, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With uh, a drip in his arms. Yeah. <laughs> Could barely talk. So but, he's had a bit to say about the Tigers, but Magic Round is a particular interest of yours, I think you were going to say. Well, the thing is that the, the, the great thing is two things about it. Firstly, it appears that I'm not sure what the contract is for Magic Round on the Gold Coast. There's that place again. Brisbane. Brisbane, sorry, Brisbane. Uh, I think if they spread it around a bit, it'd help. So Queensland locales and stuff like that. The big thing was, was that um, I think they've got four or so years up there, have they? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, current thing. And then there were, uh, so this is part of the world the rugby league's moving into, where everything's a property, show business style, uh, and uh, so it's Coldplay in WA, Magic Round maybe in Adelaide next time. Mm. And so that the Adelaide government looked to me as though they got a few bob to spend, so they just buy it and put it on there. Now, where I get to with it is... Um, so that's a tourism thing, really, isn't it? Tourism, destination, yeah, 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 Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. People from all over Australia. And, that, and that whole argument, I think it applies to state of origin, is that Queensland's got not much to think about, so rugby league is their number one interest. You know, it's like Papua New Guinea, you know, number one sport. Uh, in Sydney, of course, plenty of things to do. Well, I just Not so committed, not so passionate. You see, I heard uh, Hayden commentating the uh, cricket recently. Oh, yeah. I think, oh, the, the Ashes, not oh, yeah. the Ashes test, the World Championship test. Yeah. And he was very forceful on needing to know where the off stump is. And I thought, well, you could build a career on that. And he did for five days. So they do have other things to think about. Right. And, great, great and standing. And fishing. He's a big fishing. Right. And, and I think and standing and presenting their commentary. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes standing. Yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So I'm back on the actual field. You know. Gosh, you mentioned fishing. 
Alan Jones, he was at a fundraiser for Daniel Anderson. And Nathan Stapleton, Who's been yes. knocked... Uh, Sideways by a wave. A wave, I think, so yes. Yeah, Anderson was surfing. a surfing accident, Stapleton was a, a rugby league accident. Raising yeah. funds. Yes. Vonnie goes around, asks a few questions. What does she get from Alan? Well, he um, started to pontificate that uh, the West Tigers board and management has to be sacked because, as we all know, a fish rots from the head. First. I've heard that a lot. Hey, she fish rots from the head. If you're rotting, you're already dead. I know. Surely, aren't we? Aren't we looking at Godfather imagery yes, here? Yes, we are. The horse out of head. Yeah. Well, the the other thing I sleep well, with the fishes. Sleeps with the fishes. Right. You know, like a dead. <laughs> well, I did some research yes. and. Uh, it's a misnomer that uh, necessarily fish spoil the head first. Some biologists say it's not factual. They say the first part of fish to go bad right. is its intestinal system. And in the West Tigers case, what, who would that be? Well, who's the guts of the West Tigers? Yes. Is, is it, it the a, trainer, the water boy? I don't know. Benny Elias's name has come up before in dispatch. <laughs> yes. I love it, Benny. Is it, is, it, is it the fact that we continue to go back to 2005 plus Blocko and Sarah and Banner, he never won, yeah. and say that the solution lies there and hence we've got Benji and uh, Robbie in place. Is that the problem or yeah, is it yeah. the, the chair, is it the seat? Or really, is it just that Alan Jones, who has no relevance right now, his rating surely must be pretty dismal, I'd imagine. He's, he's got some sort of show on a... Digital, YouTube or Facebook. something. Yeah. So Facebook. Right, so sack, Facebook. So sacked from 2GB, sacked from the telly, sacked from Sky News. Yeah, What's he got? Nothing. So he has a go at somebody else. Retired, I think is retired. the word. Retired. But in the box with stick. It, yes. It, yeah. It, yeah. And Loitering with intent, I'd say. And, oh, yeah, no, that's true. And then Lee storms out, right? Uh, by the way, if the Tigers were a fish, though, I imagine their bottom feeders based on their position. In the, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, and, you, and if you had a wicker basket, you could scoop them up. <laughs> exactly. You give me your halibut, your flounder, your catfish. That's oh, flounder, of, very nice. That sort of ill. So Lee has stormed out of the function. Says I'm not putting up with this, and this is a bit of a habit that the Tigers have. Well, I the was, walkout. I was at a at a fundraiser last year where Braith and Astor was you know getting ready for his gig on NRL 360. Yeah, yeah. So he got on a he got on, he got on, he got on to West Tigers, and he's up on his toes because he yeah. played there, did nothing. Yeah, yeah. But he loves having a crack at the Tigers. Does he? And one of the West Tigers directors just stood up with some theatre and goes, "Well, he's an ass." And stormed out of the function. Right. And then five minutes later, had to come back somewhat shamefacedly because he left his mobile phone. Of course, of course. <laughs> and he had to retrieve it. So this is, that can this, this is a narrative that the Tigers board thinks that the way that they defend and support their club is to walk out. Yeah. Which is a bit like the RLPA when you think about it. Confused by the CBA? Uncertain about the RLPA? Then F you and tune in to Fire Up. Talking about the big end of town in rugby league, Cronulla Sharks. They've hit the news because they're talking about post-robo-debt uh, Royal Commission that maybe ScoMo might be in a bit of hot water. And mm. if so, should he be taken off the role of number one ticket holder? Uh, you might remember St George had Johnny Howard. Didn't ever go on the field because he knew he'd be booed off the field. Yes. But because he was important, he was yeah. the Prime Minister. Yeah. We'll give him a crack. Maybe the same reason for ScoMo, no longer Prime Minister, still sitting for Cook, but maybe he should be taken off the ticket. What's the latest on that one, Chris, do you know? Well, it, it surprises me, HG, that it's taken the robo-debt findings for this discussion to actually commence uh, based on Morrison's stellar performance in the, in the head job over the last couple of years. But uh, uh, the belief is that maybe he should um, step down from his current seat and in doing so surrender his number one ticket. What do you think? Oh, I'd be very sad to see him go. Yeah. He's done so much for rugby league. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, you know, before, you know, going down to Shark Park, it was just horrible. He got pies... Uh, you know, hot pies available. Uh, before that, people were eating, you know, calamari and chips and all that sort of stuff. That <laughs> and this is the man who was treasurer and then prime minister. I know. That's the best he could do. I, I just wish he'd got an official position at the club, like treasurer would be good. Treasurer would be good, You know, yeah. obviously yeah. get his hands yeah. on the levers there. Yeah. And uh, could have guided him beautifully through the drug years, the dis- difficult drug years. That's if right. Imagine if Dank. Don't yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know it's just so great, and you know he's got such a rugby league brain. Uh, I mean, and and dedicated, dedicated. I mean, he's there in that gear, sitting in with the crowd, hard not, working, hard working, Every not night drawing, on telly. I know, not drawing attention to himself. <laughs> no. It was disappointing when he was PM. He didn't mention the sharks hardly no, at no. all. No. And he certainly didn't have any of the Sharks people over to the lodge or anything like that. But he's humble. In classic uh, neocon, he learned from Margaret Thatcher, never admit you're wrong, never say sorry, right? He says here, I reject completely each of the findings which are critical of my involvement in authorising the scheme, which he did, and are adverse to me, Morrison said. They are wrong, unsubstantiated and contradicted by clear documentary evidence presented to the Commission. Oh, my God. But he said, look at my record of the Sharks. (laughs) (laughs) And and I guess it's dawned on me that the porch life essentially got turned off via the agency of Scott Morrison, that they don't win the premiership but for Scott Morrison. So he should be 
Is it possible to be the number one ticket holder in perpetuity? I'd love to see that. That would be beautiful. I, 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 I'd love to be on the board that voted that through. <laughs> that's right. Unanimously. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like the same. Well, jab rugby league in the eye. Scotty, come on down. Here it is, son. Number one ticket holder. See you when you die. See, there's a ceremony they don't do. Giving out no, the number one ticket. Well, You know I what I mean? That, yeah. Now, I've got a list here. Uh, Lachlan Murdoch for the Brisbane Broncos. That's oh, a, he's that, a bigger that, tender. That's a handy one. Yeah, bigger tender. Yeah. Canterbury Bankstown, there's no name here. I'm thinking uh-huh. maybe uh, Willie Mason. No, no, Grub Reynolds. Grub Reynolds. Did you see his, uh, his He's his retiring. Yeah. Tearful. And, oh, tearful. But no no mention of grub work. No. You no, know, no, so no, I've no. rubbed on for this club for <laughs> so long now, it's time to hang up, and he's got to play in reserve grade. <laughs> but they're going to have the masks and the balloon drop and, you know, Gus Pates having a spray at half time and all that sort of stuff. It's going to be great. Gus, Gus said last night, he said, look, I, t- I spoke to Josh and I wanted him to retire now because I didn't want him to finish in reserve grade. <laughs> this so weekend will be his fifth game in reserve but is that Belmore? Yeah. I mean, I'll be there. I yeah. couldn't miss that. Yeah, got to be. But he'd there. be terrific as a number one ticket holder. Would he would. He could step straight into. He could, that. He could also be the ambassador at Tino's pub, because you've seen the deal where Arthur Laundy was wants to get Tino Fasu Malawi to the Bulldogs, and he's offered a share in Laundy Hotels. What? Yes. And uh, what? And where does the salary sombrero fit with this one, Chris? <laughs> and, well, the third party. <laughs> well, apparently Andrew Abdo has nixed the idea as his typical NRL because it's unfortunate because uh, uh, um, Terry Bull, our social media thing, put up a graphic of Tino Cheers style saying, "Come to the pub where everyone can't say your name." Tino Fasu. <laughs> I can't say it, Chris. Yeah, but again, the innovation of rugby league, where part of your package is the ability to own. A pub, well, yes. or the storm, or the, the Claxton Hotel. They yeah. own the whole lot. Oh, the Gambaro, yeah, the Gambaro. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Now he's got here. He's got Canberra Raiders, for instance. Thanks for this, Mark Webber, still yeah. in the seat. Yeah, uh, and then on go- well, back in time, Bob Hawke, big hitter. Yeah, no, so Bob- Prime Minister's obviously your first mm, pick. Mm, first pick. Governor right. Generals don't seem to get a run. Costello, Peter Costello, he doesn't even live in the seat. No. Uh, you know, Cronulla oh, Cronulla Southern. Kathy Freeman. I don't think I saw Kathy at a game, did you? It was news to me that she was the number one ticket yeah. holder, but it was the Sharks back at the, around the 2000s. And Manly Warringah, Gladys. Yes, and yes. Tony Abbott at 1.2. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Melbourne Storm, Molly Meldrum. Now, Molly was cracker, wasn't it? He, he did some hard work for he them. He did. He was good. You know, he was Elton good. John, Bear yeah. Bum, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Oh, you know. he loved it. And, you know, that, that was just that was just pure storm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think Julia got to too many uh, games. Julie no, Gillard. but, but uh, you know, hard Symbolic, symbolic. Symbolic. Yeah. Uh, oh, Peter the Mad Butcher. Yeah. What's happened to him? It'd be good to see if he came. Where are the Warriors? Just out of the eight now. Even no, they're, no, they're, 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 they're in the thick of it. Yeah, right. Are they? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Andrew Webster has uh, taken them to great height. Unfortunately, they um, touched up your boys. Yeah, I know. I know. Parramatta Reels. Um, I didn't know what to make of that because they have a full-strength team, in inverted commas. They don't have any origin problems. Uh, but I just thought it was, you know, hard to work out whether – it was a win that you could hope to re- reproduce in a semi-final if they were playing a full-strength Parramatta. Yeah, right. I mean, nice. and Parramatta have been up on their toes for a long time because you had that difficult start of the season where you were very competitive but just going down by small margins. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, Danny Green. Danny Green, he's, he's your The guy. boxer. Yeah, the boxer, yeah. Is he still active as we call him boxing? I don't have any idea. Danny he's Green's WA. retired. Yeah, yeah. WA. Okay. Penrith Mark Guy. Makes sense, makes sense. Uh, Russell Crowe, South City. I mean, you can have a million names... Anthony Albanese. Well, you would think Albanese would be in yeah, the, the frame, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah. you think of Crow's legacy. He's bought Oprah. He's bought Tom Cruise. Snoop he's Dogg. Snoop Dogg yeah. and the Dalai Lama. Dalai Lama. All yeah. in Bunny's gear. Yeah. He'd be a good. Gee, we could use a guy like that, couldn't we, Chris? <laughs> what about Cannon Brooks? Yeah. And look, John Howard, he, he, St George of I don't see him doing anything. We want Brian Brown. He's a big supporter. Oh, Brian Brown. Yeah. There you go. And Turnbull at the Roosters. Well, that's probably old hat too. <laughs> yeah, probably old hat. Yeah. Yeah. I'd worry about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, that's it. We'll be back to talk about State of Origin in just a moment here on Fire Up with HG Nelson, Chris Gale, myself, Stephen Ferris. We as a collective are trying to get the best deal and the fairest deal for players. Unfortunately, the only choice we are left with is to take action. Young man, if you play NRL and young woman... If you play league as well, yes, young players, there's no need to rebel, there's no need to be unhappy. That's cause there's a place you can go and they'll help you get a better share of the dough, improve hardship funds and improve medical funds. Many ways to help you players. 
sit on their heels. Who knows where it's going to go? You're represented by the RLPA. You're represented by the RLPA. They're going to make it more fair, but the most vulnerable players, they fix the NRLW deal. You're represented by the RLPA. You're represented by the RLPA. Can't do it all by yourself, people. Madness. Put your pride on the shelf and just sit down. With the RLPA, you can all sign that CBA. The CBA is about so much more than money. RLPA, it's fun to play with the RLPA. They're gonna make it my is not with the media. Andrew Abdo, don't do it all by yourself. Sit down with them, put your pride on the shelf. RLPA. Fire up. Now, HG, Chris, uh, dead rubber. Mm, dead State rubber. of origin. This yeah. is uh, tomorrow night. Yeah. To be it's, it's a punter special. We're putting it on as a punter special. You know, I think the big change in rugby league, which has not been spoken about, was the idea that Peter Valandis the Man of Feathers, has suggested that betting on rugby league enhances the fun of following football. Yeah, you, uh, are you arguing? I'm not arguing no, a, a, against that. No. Um, in fact, I've got to tell you a story. This is a bit hard to explain. It's got to do with pick the score. And pick the score in the grand final. The only time I've ever bet on the football, I thought, oh, no, I'll give this a go. I didn't know how much fun it would be. It was just incredible. <laughs> it changed my interest and understanding yeah, of the yeah. game. But what happened was I went to the TAB and the guy behind the – this is in days when there were people in TABs. Yes. And I said, I want to bet on – it was St George playing, actually. St George. 92-93? Uh, not bad, around that time. Around that time, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. When we lost to Brisbane, twice. Yes. <laughs> I can't go that far. But anyway, St George were playing. And what happened was there was, uh, I thought, it calculated that in this match, it's like St George will win by a bit or lose by a lot. So I picked Ooh. the score was in, the that, way, yeah. in, that, in that zone. So there was an overlap where obviously either team could win or the Broncos would win by a bit and St George would win by a le- bit less. So I said to him, oh, how do I do this? And so he said, I oh, will mark this here. Remember, of course, I go to the TAB all the time and bet on the races. I never bet on the football. Right. I don't bet on the football because largely because if I got it wrong, how stupid am I? Yes. As in two to pick from and I can't get it right. Whereas if there's 12 horses running, why Fair would enough. I get it right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I said, look, this is what we're going to do. And so the guy filled it out. And um, I, there was two – I had two bets – and I'm not quite sure it was round, match one, match two. Maybe it was to do with the way it worked. And when I went back to cash in the tickets, I cashed him in. And I got $400 <laughs> roughly. And I said, what happened here? And he said, because I thought my bet didn't pay, meaning the main game didn't pay. What had happened was I'd bet on the uh, opening game, right. on the reserve right, match, right, yeah. and picked the score in the reserve match. <laughs> and so completely unknown, I actually collected on right, the football. Right. That's an encouraging story for all yeah. the punters out there. What disturbs me about that story, are you telling me now you're going to a TAB and it's a disembodied... Pretty not, disembodied. No one's yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no people are there to help you? You can find, if you're lucky, some... Firstly, finding an open TAB is a real trick. Of course, in, yeah. in it's like a petrol station. Hey... Like a petrol station. Yeah, can't find them anywhere. I'm thinking TABs and petrol stations. <laughs> ATM, can't find them anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. That's right. Okay, so you go to a, a TAB, even a big one, and you'll find there's hardly anybody there, and you'll be the youngest person there. Right. Yes. Not, I'm knocking that because, you know, let's face it, habits die hard. And uh, to work out what to do, it's almost as though the only way. Uh, so there's many, so many, as we're discovering going to America, there's so many different forms of betting yeah. that you have to know what you want to do before you get there. Right. There's no way of actually being able to say, I'll oh, just walk in here yeah. and have a bet. Could yeah. they be licensed? Premises? Grog? Uh, well, uh, TABs in pubs has been there for a very long time. In the time. pubs, yes, but yeah. on their own. Uh, the other way around. Um, mm. I'd go coffee shop. 
Coffee shop. Point of difference. You want yeah, to go yeah. for a drink, you go to the pub. Oh, yes. You want to go to the TOB. Coffee. You get a coffee. Good and a, coffee. And an armour croissant. Right. Correct. Now, I've got nothing against people having a drink, but the death of them is when you put punting facilities into pubs. Yes, that right. is really... Oh, we don't... No, 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 no. It's really wrong. I mean, it's just <laughs> madness, really. You're just encouraging... Well, well after the Sunshine Bowl uh, on the Gold Coast, I went back to the Chevron Tavern. Oh, yeah. And the Chevron Tavern... Very old yes. style pub. Drink... TAB and they had swing dancing in the back room. Is that that's that's your yeah. whole night right there. Well, look, that's the problem that they have at Mossman at the uh, the Warringah Bowling Club, trying to actually bring in new entertainment. Neighbours don't like it. Kids screaming, jumping, you know, dancing. Well, I did see a, a, a was it a bowling green? Yeah, yeah. Was that the one you're talking in Mossman, about? Mossman called the Warringah. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a problem. <laughs> you know, they were complaining about jumping castles. Kids events. You know, you know, in rural and regional Australia, the only thing that gets people to rugby league matches is the jumping castles. Jumping castles, that's right. And people don't know how to inflate them. <laughs> and, and if they want to get some use out of Allianz, uh, hello, Coldplay, yeah, yeah. but the Lang Park residents, the Lang Road residents, no way Centennial Park, so they go to Perth and we miss out. Now, that's, uh, if I haven't stressed that enough, that is the future of rugby league where the content becomes so valuable that you can actually book it to or zone it to a part of Australia and force people to travel to it. I'd go. Coldplay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, this damp squid. Yeah. Squib. Squib. Squiddle, dude. Damp yeah, squid. Yeah. I, I like had no that. idea what a damp squib was until I looked up the other day. 1500s, fireworks, didn't go off because it was damp. Yeah, no, fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Uh, let's not forget, I think it was the start of this season that the, uh, might have been you, Chris telling me this, um, <clears throat> that the launch in Brisbane of the rugby league season was on a day when it started to rain. So what they decided to do was move the whole thing inside, including the fireworks. Including the fireworks. And, and let all the fireworks go off <laughs> See, inside. modern technology, eh? <laughs> not modern, the 1500s. <laughs> modern rugby league. <laughs> so this dead rubber, this, this lame series coming to an end. Garbage time. Yeah. Uh, they've actually got a band called 660 from Dunedin, New mm-hmm. Zealand of all places. Mm-hmm. Well... You know that the NRL is always thinking, and there's a very big concerted uh, discussion right now about taking State of Origin to New Zealand. Right? No, no. No, yes, absolutely. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Why, but, doesn't, why doesn't Origin go to America? Let's forget. Yeah, Vegas. Let's not Vegas. Well, there, yeah, yeah. We had um, Mary Constantopoulos from Ladies Who League on this yeah. very show, and you're, where you're sitting right now, HG, and she said that should be what goes to Vegas as the season opener. Wow. Remember I went there all those years ago? LA, I yeah. think. California, yeah. Sterlo gets caught Stur- in the banner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. Sterlo's cruets were the access to be shoved into <laughs> the ground. And the, the problem was they made that Origin 4. So yeah. it was actually a game tacked on, which meant it lost its meaning. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right, you've got right. to, it's got to be a live rubber. So, so tomorrow night, State of Origin has lost a bit of meaning because obviously. It Are you is, working there, sir? I am working there. No, yeah. I'll be there. Yeah, I, I'm going to do my best to bolster that audience big time. You know, you're really going to have to get everybody up. Yeah, because we've lost what do you, the what series. Are you thinking? YMCA maybe. <laughs> RLPA, just like we heard yeah, from Dennis, Dennis Carnahan. Carnahan. Thank you. Very and will make that's a winner. That one. There's no doubt about that. The cloud get involved, you know. Or what about Seven Nation Army? No. Hey. It's a joke. Yeah, no, sure, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Guess, guess what the introduction music was at the Sunshine Bowl? I know. Down, yeah. down, 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 down. And then, of course, we've been waiting. Tim Zoo, you know. Huge campaign on this show about that. We talk about things in perpetuity. There needs to be a directive come down from the NRL. You are no longer able to play Sweet Caroline, The, the Horses. Or Horses. <laughs> or Clickety Click. <laughs> <laughs> now, the one thing I was going to say was that the thing that has recently dawned on me, and I don't know how I've missed this, is that Gus no longer comes out and does the no, final word. No. Now, is this the first year that that's been No, no, he, Gus has been doing the, hasn't been doing the final word for some time. Ah, oh, okay. It's taken a while to do that report. So the, good, the Gould Report. <laughs> oh, the Gould years. Report. I'd love to see him come out and read the Gould Report. <laughs> read the Gould, that's it, yeah. Tomorrow night. And I think, and what's wrong spot? with the dragons, you know? And I think the transition was he was he did a thing that wasn't on the field but he extensively quoted from Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. Ah, and, yes, correct. Yeah, so I think there was a little bit correct. of a plagiarism concern. Correct. And Gus ah. said, well, I'm over this. Probably cost money. And let's be honest, it's a good point because if I wasn't at Origin, I would be just watching the television coverage, which would be the pre-game, which would yes. be Gus, yes. and then the post-game on the field. Now, there's no well, Gus, and get... there's no post-game on the field now. Fair enough. Blackout. Yeah. yeah, so as you said, it's all about entertainment. It is. Right, it and is. if you're not gambling, what are you going to do? National anthem, sure, you know. Welcome to country, sure, great, you know. Uh, who's doing the national anthem? Don't know. It'll be I mean, we're casting the lot here. Yeah. We've got a fair idea who's going to do Welcome to Country. Well, someone yes. from a musical. Someone from a musical. They, it's always someone from a I musical. Know. Starring now in Mamma Mia, yeah. please welcome. Oh, yes. Will it be Tina Turner? 
Well, clearly not. Well, the woman who plays Tina Turner. Oh, that's who that is. <laughs> In <laughs> Tina. <laughs> you know, I know that people have been bagging Billy Idol lately, but he's been doing magnificent he's work. He's got Sex yeah. Generation going. Is yeah, that what yeah. it's called, the band? Or Generation Sex, it might be. Generation he was, X. He was originally from Generation... Sex, gener- I think it is. Generation X. <laughs> he was originally Generation X. Yeah. yeah. But he married uh, the band of... Is it Cook and Jones? Yes, the Professionals. Sex Pistols. I, yeah. The yeah. Professionals. Is that what it's called? They, Cook and Jones put a band together called Post Pistols called The Professionals. But right? now they've linked up with, with Billy, Billy yeah. and... It's not Tony James who was in... It's the other guy from the, uh, you know, The Damned. No, I haven't no. got that right. That's wrong, isn't it? And he did a tour recently where Susie and the Banshees got up and she hasn't performed for like 48 years. Okay, now that's Glastonbury apparently. Was yes. it? Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Glastonbury. So given that, I should be playing a few of those tracks tomorrow night? Yeah, I think I think channelling a little bit of uh, retro punk would be yeah, p- very pretty, much... Pretty vacant. <laughs> New Rose by the Dam. Isn't there a da- isn't there a Sex Pistols song called Loser? I tell you what, if you really want to think laterally, given the blackout with the players not speaking, why not No More Heroes by the Stranglers? Right, yeah. Because there are no more heroes, and as the media is saying, if we can't access our players and hear how they feel yep. about Ubuntu winning three zip in the Shield, yes. the kids will lose faith. How about the, how relieved the players must be that they brought in this band? Though? <laughs> yes, I know. I mean. God almighty, imagine thinking, oh, I've got to come up with something to say about yeah. this crap. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know. This is I mean, the huge issue, though, isn't it? Is that the players are thrilled they don't have to say anything. Correct. <laughs> right. And, and everyone I speak to goes, I'm thrilled I don't have to listen to it. Yeah, exactly. So, so if the RLPA thinks that they're hurting anybody, I don't think they're hurting anyone. Uh, what's their match fee again, Chris? 30000 Oh, well, no, this is one of the issues, oh, Stephen. Okay. I mean, this is where they haven't been able to resolve for 20 months. COVID had dropped to 15. And they're advocating to get back to 30 grand a player. It was a good lark, that one, wasn't it? And remember, of course, was it St George where the players uh, used to go and interview and say, bugger all, and they had this G up that... This one, the next one, it'd say less than the previous one. Say less than the previous <laughs> well, one. The, the, you should be paid for your words, though. You know, the, the, yeah, well, over twenty, you get one thousand bucks. Over forty so, words. Yeah. The, the master of the monosyllabic interview was Darius Boyd, right? Oh, and Darius yeah. had some issues, but he was, of course, mentored yeah. by Wayne Bennett. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you've learned from the master about well, going to a press course. conference, and say nothing. Yeah, Wayne yeah. says five, I'll say three. <laughs> now, you're, you're saying it's because they're not talking after the game or even before the game. But uh, what about the fact that the Blues have lost all these people: Cleary, Luai, Tommy Turbo. Payne Haas, Matt Burton, Junior Paulo, Latrell Mitchell. I mean, it's a gutless team, isn't it? Meaning, uh, no guts. It's like a fish rotting from the it intestinal bit, Chris, system yeah. first. Yeah. So, how are they, are they going? What are they going to do? What would you, your money? Where would you put it? Well, I'm certainly not going to put it on the Blues. No. And I don't care if they win. <laughs> okay. That's how badly I'm involved. Wow. Okay. Uh, now, I, changing seven players. Yeah. Have they gone far enough? Yeah, they got. I mean, they've only got to do six more, and, and they've done. got a whole new team. They're done. Well, that'd be interesting. And well, I mean, see, that's what I mean. See, that's exactly what I mean. Already, we're starting to get interest in it. Yeah. We, we go a bit further, but with the seven, we're sort of half in, the, half the, out. The, you know? the problem the Blues have, and I learned this actually. I went to the Alfie returns game in two thousand and one up at ANZ Stadium, the mm-hmm. master stroke by Supercoach Bennett, and I worked out then why Queensland wins. And Queensland fans do not go to the games to see Queensland win they go to see New South Wales lose. Yes. Correct. So yes. their motivation Correct. is hating New South Wales. And it's on this construct of state lines. We want to know who draw the border where and they're accountable. Of course. How do we make people care when we're all federalists these days anyway? Yes. This is the problem New South Wales has. They can't find hate and hate is the currency of rugby yes. league. But I'm going to say to you, Red Miss Merchant Cody Walker is in. There's a plus. I tell you what, I'm disappointed Cook's been dropped. Because has I, he been dropped? Is that right? Cook's no, Cook, Cook, Cook selected. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Somebody told me... They're uh, going Cook and Robson, but there has been some discussion that Spencer Linu, who went to AWH... Had the uh, the slightly adjusted testicle issue, that's right, yeah, and he yeah. says he says he's over that now. He doesn't go into the game worrying about his nuts. No, no, no. Right, um, he yeah. had the big battle with the water bottle and whatever. And there's some thought that maybe Cook has stood down and Lenu comes into the 17. Right, uh, I think that's a paper story today. Right, and <clears throat> sadly, I um, know oh, that's good really because the great thing was uh, was it J- Jared were here Hargraves. Yes. Asked uh, you know the skip whether he could knock him out. Yes, and so he's obviously <laughs> not once, twice. Let's go twice. Just call it. Can I knock? <laughs> but I'm saying if you've got Spencer and you've got Cody, there's a bit of red mist loitering. Red mist. Yeah. The thing is that the great thing is I'd love to see Cook there because Cook and uh, Carr provided the great entertainment last time yes. when Cook tried to take Carr out of the you know that attempt to score a try, yeah, which yeah, I thought yeah, was yeah. a great moment. Quite a tonguey. Yes, with the magnificent hair. Uh, his, his mullet is um, very Second much... Second to none. 
and is maintained by his fiancée, whose name is Heavenly. And apparently he's a gentle soul. That's right. Oh, they're all gentle. <laughs> they're all gentle. I mean, what are you talking about? They're all I mean, if, and perfectly if, well-adjusted. If you go by Kalamatangi's hair, she should start a salon, and Heavenly hair just sells itself. Yeah, I know. It does. Doesn't it's great. And also, I didn't know that. Also in HG, um, we had this discussion. If, if, you, if your last name is Best, right, oh, family name Best, and you've got a son, and they go, what can we call him? You know, we're thinking, okay, Bradman. It's pretty good, right? Bradman Best. How about Pete? Pete. Yes. <laughs> How can you top Pete Best? You the usual drummer in the Beatles. Correct. Well, one of them. <laughs> they call the the, the uh, Australian kid who got third in the uh, Nathan's famous hot dog eating competition. Yeah, James which, Webb. Yeah, they're calling him Bradman, which which seems odd because he's the Bradman of Australian hot dog eating. Whereas I think Joey Chestnut, surely he's the Bradman because oh. Chestnut is unbeatable. Chris, have we have we milked enough of the coach whispered? Did he have any comments about state of origin this week? Uh, New South Wales, no chance. Um, Got a chance. Uh, he, he had the, the great thing about the coach whisperer is he knows what he knows and he won't talk about anything else. Right, and that can be somewhat uncomfortable at a table at times because he gets <laughs> he just fairly, dries up, does he? The language goes a bit blue and he gets <laughs> he gets fairly animated. Right, uh, he had some wonderful. So ins- he doesn't whisper all the time. No, he, he had some wonderful insights to, to, to share about Kevy Walters and Ben Iken, but. Uh, look, essentially, he looks at the universe, he looks at the energy, yeah. and basically New South Wales is a black hole right now, so Ooh, there won't dear. be much joy out there tomorrow the, night. The thing is that the only thing that's got going for them is the fact that the Queensland are 2 nil up. Yeah. Yes, Do you yes. know what I mean? So the, Motivation, do you think? Well... Uh, nothing less to lose? Nothing left to lose. Yeah. The idea that Queensland could be off their game because they've done it all, oh, etc. They've been on, and yeah, on the grog, yeah, yeah, yeah. etc. Salmon and... But I've got to say is that I would have stuck. I mean, Freddie said, "Oh, we weren't far away last time," which I liked. Yeah. Uh, and so why change? Why change too many? And then goes and puts seven new players, and I just couldn't follow <laughs> the logic. But you know why? I would have left the team. That's what's. Two words: Eckhart Toll. Yeah, I know. If I you know. start listening Eckhart to that, yeah. you're all over the shop. <laughs> and what does he mean is the way he talks. You know, because all of a sudden you're not listening to anything that he says, but you're, I can't do the voice. But there you go. <laughs> I think you do it pretty well. <laughs> and it wasn't great to see the Raiders do a celebration try because apparently somebody's putting up five thousand bucks for every celebration on a try. Yeah, Dry July, I think it is. It's an is initiative. It? So bringing not sports bet. Cel- cel- no. One of one, one of them. Those, yeah. uh, and Canberra decided to do the Alex Carey. Uh, Johnny with no H, Bearstow, the dozy one, uh, that recreation of that great scene at Lords. Mm-hmm. Did we think that was a great celebration? I mean, it was a topical celebration. What, Canberra? Yeah, Canberra. As in, I, I mean, I take it this Pretty is over the year. Yeah. Over the year. Uh, is it one the of best? the best? Probably not. No. no. So it's just the one. The one that's really hard topical. to beat is it Piggy Riddell who jumps the oh, fence. Oh, jumped the fence, sat down and applauded. Brian Fletcher throws the bomb amongst the Blues players and 15 years of origin misery ensues. Okay. The interesting thing about that celebration to me was everyone's pointed out that Elliot Whitehead was taking part as an English person and of course the likes of Piers Morgan thought that this was a national outrage um, they pointed out that I think it was the hooker threw at the corner post and missed the wicket yeah. but the thing was it was the first try against St George Illawarra Canberra were that confident wow. that they were going to win that they would layer well, I up I didn't realise yeah. that I it thought was the first try wow. because a good coach will tell you not to do that sort of leery stuff too much won't they if you, if you ever want to see another side of Stephen HG, uh, we, went down, <laughs> we went down to Wynn Stadium for the Warriors game a couple of weeks ago and there yeah. were some Warriors fans in the corporate enclosure we've been big kindly boys included. Too. Yeah, big boys. Big Islanders, you know. Yeah. And as the, as the Warriors <laughs> piled on try after try, what needs the Lesniak had four, could have had five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen's arms start to fold. Yeah. Ah, yes. And he it's starts a to have a rump. Yeah, it's yeah. A I start to fire up a little bit. And, 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 and then he's exchanging words and he's he's basically just said that they should be put into electrified pens. <laughs> Kept separate. Separate. <laughs> separate. Because wow. that is Because that was the George membership area. That, that, oh. that is what it means to be and an aspiring basket case. And, you know, I take my footy seriously, HG. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> now, finally, if I can say, long, the grub is dead. Long live the grub. Yes. Reynolds. Well, it was a moving day yesterday. I was yeah. there and he spoke. He spoke for about three hours. Do you know what the team was singing? Uh, thank God for... No, when grubs cry. Oh, when grubs cry, yeah. <laughs> well, <clears throat> uh, look, I'd like to Sad think of the grub, yeah. and <clears throat> we talked about this, words you can approach the referee with, yeah. and I think, hey, curl grub, <laughs> I think that would be a homage to both. <clears throat> That's nice. And, right across the code. Yeah, right across right the code. Right across the code. Yeah. Every game. Memorial. And, and actually, we're just so thrilled to have you join us. It's a, always a huge pleasure. Surely the last words go to you. What other issues in the game... Do you want to get out on the public record as we sit here because uh, you speak things change? Well, <clears throat> look, 
Ah, well, seriously, you know, too many teams, not enough players. I don't know what they're going to do about that. There's no serious thought given to that. I mean, you could reduce the number of players in a team, which might help. But, you know, people say drop out the uh, centres and just have a wing-centre sort of combination. And then the score wouldn't be 76 nil; It would be, what, 120 nil, wouldn't it? Well, especially in a good game. <laughs> like what you'd be able to see with uh, St George these days. Thanks a um, lot. I mean, I do think that there is, there is uh, for my mind, a great uncertainty about the uh, let's face it I'll use this word in the broad in the broadest possible context the administration of the sport itself and I don't know why certain clubs aren't more vocal in that area Uh, clubs have a lot of power Mm. and it looks to me as though they've had a lot over to you know the uh, what used to be called Phillips Street in the old days of course they're still gathered I think in the entertainment quarter yeah Uh, and I just think that there sort of looks to me as though uh, things aren't necessarily as tickety-boo, tickety-boo as people might think. Mm. Is that fair? I think it's, yeah. I think it's absolutely we fair. We were hoping you'd have an answer for the merge clubs here and the troubles we're going through. Well, the, the merging <clears throat> clubs is, uh, I mean, where do you start with this? The thing is that nothing lasts forever. No, no. And didn't, so, didn't George Harrison say that? All things must pass. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. No, that's, <laughs> that's the motto of rugby league. <laughs> Uh, even state of origin. Yeah. Uh, I mean, state of origin is a sort of a microcosm of the thing that's what's wrong with it at the moment. I mean, yeah. one team is so dominant over the other. Yeah. But where I think, uh, you know, that the corporatisation of the game, I mean, how long have we got? The corporatisation of the game is also the death of the game. Right. So the further it gets more corporatised, the harder it is for, right. for ordinary people to see that they're not a, meant to be a wallet that's milked by head office yes, and they get yes. very little for it. Everyone's and, got their hand out. Yeah, St George people mm. would feel rightly pissed off with the way things have turned out mm, for them mm. as probably the Tigers people do mm, mm. Um, you know because things haven't we thought something else yeah. would happen and obviously losing doesn't paper over the cracks does it no and remember of course every time we put a new team in that's where hoovers out a lot of money of course admittedly they earn money with it but they hoover yeah, out a lot more yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they talk a lot about DNA of clubs and the DNA is in that sort of tribalism loyalty mm. concept that we talk a lot about that dissipates it, it, over time. And the difficulty is is that there's only a number of clubs who have that. There's a lot of construct clubs, you know, Dolphins, you know, what's it called, Sunshine Bowl people and yes. all that sort of stuff, yes. uh, you know, which obviously doesn't have any basis in anything. Yes. question, of course, <coughs> comes to mind is that what would happen if Melbourne Storm, which were probably propped up for Folded? Hey? Well, we'd all be better off. That's <laughs> if they didn't win all those years and weren't a winning team, courtesy of Bellyache, uh, Murdoch family, uh, probably the NRL propping it up, that would have probably died, died and withered on the, on the vine, much like the Dolphins might as well. Uh, well... So, yeah, it's going to hoover up resources. It does, yeah. and they these aren't spent elsewhere. I mean, who can forget the Adelaide Rams? No. Yes, yes. I mean, what right. a beautiful side that was. What yeah. a concept. I mean, who would have thought that? Rams. That, that it's <laughs> Not the grapes, you know. <laughs> that a team with absolutely no building blocks in sure. the local community. New Zealand Rams, sure. Yeah, I know. And why haven't we started in Tasmania? Why isn't there a team in Tasmania? I'll tell you what, if State of Origin, I'd like yeah. to see a, a State of Origin match between New South Wales, current New South Wales lineup, and Tasmania. Yes, I yes. think we might win that. In that new yes. stadium. That was, a pe- ah, that was a penal state, wasn't it? It, it was. was it? And what people forget is that there was two colonies there. There was North Tasmania and South Tasmania. Ah. North Tasmania, I think, was administrated from uh, New South Wales oh, and the other one from Melbourne. Is that right? Yeah, it's a weird story. That's weird intriguing. story, not told. And there's always been a divide between the NTFL, the Northern Tasmanian Football League, and the Southern Tasmanian Football League, which calls itself the Tasmanian wow. Football League. Well, oh. we could emulate that in rugby leagues. Why not? <laughs> no, 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 off we we probably are. <laughs> Well, I've got one word to say to you. Mm. Ubuntu. Ah, Ubuntu. <laughs> Ubuntu. <laughs> yeah. We're out of here. Fire up. Thanks for another week. HG Nelson, Chris Gar, myself, Stephen Ferris, back next week. So tune in again next week when we invite a veritable breadline of nobodies and wannabes to flesh out another rip-snorting roundup of rugby league shenanigans, slander and smut right here at the home of radio's most fatuous footy confab. Fire!